Welcome to the CX Pod Europe from TTEC. Hello and welcome to the CX Pod Europe from TTEC, your CX podcast providing thought leadership and executive insight on customer issues. My name is Mark Hillary. I'm a writer and analyst focused on CX, and I'm your host for this edition. The COVID pandemic has been a global health catastrophe and disastrous for many industries, but some companies have adapted. Some have actually transformed how they interact with customers and are now doing better than ever. Our next guest on the CX Pod Europe has some ideas around how companies can build back better from the disruption of the pandemic. Joe Corson is CEO of the Institute of Customer Service. The ICS is the leading independent industry body focused on customer service in the UK, and they regularly publish insights and primary research focused on customer satisfaction. In the podcast, Joe talks about the present and future of customer service in the post-pandemic environment. Okay, Joe, it's great to have you on the podcast. Um, now, I know that it's a very broad question um, asking about the, the, the general CX landscape and how it's been changed by the pandemic. But, but are there any sort of specific industries or types of business where, where you've seen more dramatic transformation than others? It's mm, a really, really good point, Mark. And I think... As you know, we've been doing the UK Customer Satisfaction Index now for over 10 years, 12 years, actually. And I think it's fair to say that this last 12 months has been the most unusual and challenging year for customer service since the the UK CSI began. And the other thing, too, is in the context when we were talking before, you know, the COVID crisis is not over. You know, in the UK, we're definitely, uh, you know, experiencing 70% um, uh, vaccination rates, but that's not the case across the whole of the globe. And the long-term impacts, therefore, I don't think are fully apparent. And what we have seen, though, some of the key things, which is where you're coming from, that have been really emerging, I think, since uh, since the beginning of this, is that um, quite a big polarisation of results. So we're starting to see those that can actually afford to pay for better service are definitely driving that versus those that are not in that uh, most fortunate position. We're seeing some sectors that have actually done quite well throughout the pandemic. So construction sector has actually uh, done well. Financial services generally has done well, whereas obviously uh, transport in particular, airline industries and indeed uh, hospitality and leisure has suffered more through in this period. So it's not been uniform. Uh, Certainly, I think the whole experience has highlighted the importance of flexibility, innovation, and having a real proactive approach towards your customer base. So, you know, really reaching out. And those organizations that have been authentic, have tried to do the right thing, they have actually uh, served quite well during this period. And that's an interesting point because my next question was around trust and authenticity. I mean, have we seen a change in... The, the value of um, customer loyalty uh, because of brand reputation? And has that become more important in the last year and a half? It's a really good point. And, and I would say yes. So what you can see is that there's a direct correlation between customer satisfaction and trust and where organizations have much higher levels of customer satisfaction. So where they're scorings uh, nine out of 10, for example, they'll have as much as a 50% higher rating for their trust scores. So we know there is a direct correlation between trust and customer service and customer satisfaction. 
And again, what we've seen through this time is that where organisations have been genuine, where they have proactively, as I said, gone out and explained the issues and the challenges that they've got, then they've been much more uh, responsive and customers respond better to that, definitely, Mark. Okay, so what you just said then, um, does that actually mean that that we can see an impact on the bottom line? I mean, this, this kind of trust, transparency actually results in better financial performance. Absolutely, Mark. So what we do see is that there's a clear correlation between employee engagement and customer satisfaction. So for every 1% increase in employee engagement, you get almost a 0.5 increase in customer SAP. And also our research really demonstrates that where organizations have above average customer satisfaction over the longer term, and this is the important point, it's not short-term gains, it's a longer period. So over five to eight years, if their customer satisfaction is higher, so therefore linking back to that trust, they can have as up to 10% higher levels EBITDA, up to 5% higher levels of revenue, and also their productivity gains will be significantly higher. So I truly believe that the case has been very truly made between excellent customer experience and the longer-term financial performance of an organisation, yes. I know that you present the um, the UK Customer Satisfaction Index every year, and you, you do this research and then publish the data. And I'm sure that you're presenting the new one for 2021 very soon. Um, when I was looking at it, I could see a key metric was the ability to handle complaints. And I thought, that's interesting because... You know, we talk about bots and AI and automation all the time, but but are we sort of forgetting that there's actually a big opportunity to turn complaints into compliments? And it's really interesting. So if you look at the latest data, what we've seen on the complaint side is that sadly, we've got more issues and more complaints and more problems than we've had since the beginning of the index. So more people are complaining about issues. And actually, it's its highest level since 2009. Um, what has got better is that we've got better at dealing with complaints. So we've got better at what I call service recovery. But I do think there is a really important message in here because in order for us to be able to get those sorts of gains that we've talked about, Mark, then organisations need to think far more than just service recovery. And what I mean by that, you know, looking back through the whole service chain, understanding the customer journey, those touch points, those opportunities to make that difference. And where organizations do that, they will do well. Where they don't, unfortunately, they're in this perpetual just service recovery, which is not a great place for an organization to be. Yeah, I think that that's what we, when we kind of read those great Zappos case studies and stuff, you know, you give the agent the ability to do anything, but but that just sort of forgets that there is actually a lot more than just the agent themselves. Totally. Yeah, the whole journey and, and actually how it impacts across the whole organization. One of the biggest things I'd love organizations to think about, Mark, is that customer service is not a function or a department. It's the absolute ethos. Yeah, right from the board all the way through to the front line. Okay, and just when we were talking about the the metrics there, I I mentioned that we're quite often distracted by the technology within the customer experience field because you can't deny that, you know, tech is really transforming CX. Um, I mean, what are the sort of key areas where you think in the near future we'll really see technology driving a lot of transformation and change? 
And absolutely. So again, going back to the UKCSI, we saw a significant increase in digital applications. And, and you know, that'll be across a range of different uh, places, whether that's uh, through AI, through chatbox, through different applications. And we're definitely going to see some of those increasing. What I think COVID has taught us is where AI and also tech can have the biggest um, I suppose, implications or input it's not just around what I'd call back office things. So it's not just about making the process easier, but certainly that's one case, you know, booking tickets. I don't need to talk to somebody. You know, being able to book at something when I want to do it, if that's in the middle of the night or in a different place, then, that, you know, taking the strain. So anything that actually is a process orientation and tech actually has a significant part to play. Where the human element, I think, has become more important, however, is when we have a particular issue or problem or a complexity. And again, as you know, to your point, Mark, where will we see things going in the future? I think we're going to see tech being used far more to enhance experiences. So, you know, actual um, what I'd call intervention experiences. So what we've seen through COVID is watching streaming you know, concerts. So I feel like I'm actually at that concert. So I think the next sort of immersive stage of tech will be really, really interesting. And we haven't even really got to the stage of the robotics as well, which will be another uh, advancement. So I think we're on the cusp of many great things. But what I'd always say is that we must make sure, however, that there's still choice for people. And actually, we must be driven by what the customer is asking or looking for. So it's that wonderful balance between using the tech because it, you've made it easy for me to use it and actually it suits me, but also when it's complex or I want a human intervention, I still can. Okay, and just to wrap up then, I wanted to ask you about corporate culture because you mentioned that customer service is not a department and I, and I think that that's a, quite a powerful statement. Um, I mean, is there a sort of lever or key or some steps that we can take to inspire this kind of customer-centric culture within companies? Absolutely. So, you know, if you look at the organizations that do this well, you know, often I'm asked about, is it a different business structure? You know, is it a way we measure things? And the truth is that actually it is about the leadership. So helping the leadership to really understand why this matters, why this matters throughout the whole of the organization, the financial gains, which we've talked about, Mark, but also, you know, we skills and talent is going to be in short supply. So how do we retain quality people inside the organization? We need to make sure that their work is meaningful and they need to feel really connected. We know from all of our research that one of the key things that drives engagement is people feeling that they're doing the right thing, that people feel that they're actually serving their customers well. So there's a really important kind of virtuous circle for me around helping organizations to see the financial benefits, you know, increasing productivity, getting things right, and being able to get them to better focus on innovation because they're not fixing all the things which they didn't get right in the first place. So that whole beautiful kind of circle of employee engagement, customer satisfaction, driving those financials, but also about innovation. You know, we are on the cusp, I think, of some really fantastic opportunities. And smart companies are starting to see customer experience as a key strategic driver in the boardroom not as this bolt-on, uh, and has always encouraged organisations to keep thinking about that. And also for us as customer service professionals to talk in the language of the board. You know, this is not a pink and fluffy subject. 
this actually drives much greater uh, finances for an organization and doing the right thing by customers. You know, we all go to work to do the right thing. We all go to work to do, make a difference. And I think in the customer service profession, you really can make a difference. That's great, Joe. Thanks very much. And it's a very positive note to end on. And let's hope the boardroom is listening. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the CX Pod Europe. That's all we have time for today. Please check ttech.com slash EMEA slash CXPod for other episodes of the podcast. Thank you for listening and goodbye until the next episode.